Hi, you're listening to the Winston Basketball Podcast, where we talk about our favorite sport, basketball, along with some other sports in the mix. Today, it's a solo podcast by just me today, no quirky teammates, which is a little sad, but I'm back in Texas alone, all my other teammates back in their respective states or countries. So, I guess we can jump into uh, what I want to start off with is from... My favorite team, the Sixers, our second star player, Ben Simmons, who is making himself the prime candidate for to win Defensive Player of the Year. And I think he should definitely be the front runner. The second place guy is Rudy Gobert, which is, in my opinion, has been getting dominated on by many stars in the past couple of games that he's participated in. Uh, most recently, yesterday, I was watching my favorite team, Sixers, play the Utah Jazz, which Rudy Gobert plays for. And our MVP candidate, Joel Embiid, absolutely destroyed this man the entire game. He dropped 40 points on him with 19 rebounds, which if I, if I was a defensive player of the year candidate and a guy dropped 40 on me, I, I would probably just not even – I would probably have dropped in – rankings by a great margin um Ben Simmons he's just he's the most versatile defender and like the whole NBA he guards the one position to the uh the five position he he's locked up he locked up Donovan Mitchell uh yesterday like limiting to I think three points in overtime only because he drew a foul on one of our shooting guards um Yesterday, the defensive player ladder, Ben Simmons, he stole the top spot. I don't think he stole it because he rightfully deserves that top spot in defensive player of the year. Um, yeah, I mean, Rudy Gobert, I, he just has, he doesn't hold the standard. Miles Turner, nah, he, Miles Turner, Joel B dropped buckets on him the other week as well. So, it should be Ben Simmons. He locked up Luka Doncic, held him to, I think, Man only scored eight on him. Even though Luca had nineteen in total, a lot of them were from free throws, from drawing fouls from other players on the team. Ben Simmons put the clamps on him. Uh, he caused Luca to I think have more, almost as many turnovers as he did points, which is not good if you're a star player. Um, and yeah, Simmons, the rightful defense player of the year candidate, I believe. And oh, Embiid is. 100% the front runner in the MVP. Maybe Steph Curry. Steph is going really, he's keeping his team alive, carrying his team. But Joel Embiid is just dominating. He he has more, I think he has as many 40 point and 10 rebound games as the rest of the league combined, which is enough said. He's just a dominant player. He's also a dominant defender at the rim, which is, I mean, I just build on his resume. Uh, the other defensive play or other MVP candidates, Jokic doing very well. Seth Curry once again doing very well. LeBron James, I believe, should not be in the top eight players right now. He's not playing too well because he doesn't have his his partner in crime, Anthony Davis, to help him. Uh, these teams, they are Lakers are dropping in rankings. They were ranked, I think, they were the first team in the NBA like a week and a half ago now they're I think fourth in their own conference I think sixth in the league now so 
Yeah, let's see. Yeah, they're fourth. They're 24 and 13, which puts them um, the same as the Nets, who are number two in the Western Conference. But my Sixers, number one. I'm a little biased towards them, but who isn't biased towards their favorite team? Um, But, yeah, the Jazz. Uh, Sixers just beat the Jazz, which is the number one team in the NBA right now, which speaks in volume of uh, the caliber that our team is playing. And the trade deadline's coming up. There could be some big moves in the NBA, uh, a couple of which concern the uh, 76ers. The Raptors star player, Kyle Lowry, he is at the end of his contract, and a lot of people are predicting he will come to the Sixers, but I don't see a good fit for him because Simmons is our point guard, and Kyle Lowry is a point guard. Unless he can like become a role player, be like a shooting guard, that would be a very big help because... Our shooting guards are sometimes inconsistent, which I don't like. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, we beat the Jazz yesterday. A big, big win. Um, which was, I, I was, it went into overtime. Donovan Mitchell, man who was, he's whining about the calls. The man shot, I think he shot 12 for 34. And the man's whining for calls. This man Shot more shots than points he had. He had 33 points. I think uh, 10 of them were free throws, which is eh, not good. Um, Joel Embiid had more, had seven more points than him and took like eight less shots than him. Um, yeah, he, he, he got ejected, which is one of the funniest things I've seen. He was arguing with the refs. He got teed up once. Joel Embiid pointed at him saying, man, you're going to get a tee next time. And then... Next play, it was on a jump ball with Shake Milton and I think Rudy Gobert. No, Sabonis. Uh, the jump ball. Donovan Mitchell went back up to another ref and he got teed up separately and got kicked out. And then after the pre- after the game, he talked to the press, talked about how they need to fix the play calls in the league. But this man is fishing for contacts. He jumped sideways into Seth Curry to draw a foul. Which was, uh, I hate that type of play. Luka and him do the same thing. Not many people say Joel Embiid does it, but his is different because he is more, he's literally at the rim. He's going up for a layup. He's not jumping sideways into a guy to draw a foul for a three. Not as, he's going through his normal shooting motion, getting the shot up, and getting, drawing a foul. Unlike how a new player Seth, Seth, Steph Curry does it sometimes. Um,. Other, yeah, Luka does it, uh, European players. Like Jokic sometimes does it, but he's not, a, he's not as bad as Luka. And coming from Texas, I always hear about Luka Doncic, and the Mavericks not doing too good. They're an eight seed, which would have been worrisome last year, but the NBA had gone soft, and now they're like, oh, more teams can be in the playoffs. So it cuts off at the 10 seed in each conference, so we're going to have a 20-person playoff this year, which is – which is weird in my opinion because that's just we're in the middle of COVID season and they wanna they wanna add more people to the playoffs. Well, we'll see. Hopefully, I feel like all the players have already gotten the vaccine, so we don't have to worry about it. Um, what's next? What's next? What's next? Uh, oh yeah. The all-star announcements. The uh, the participants in the dunk contest have been announced. Uh, I'm not too excited about that. It's only three people, which is actually 
which was who was in the finals of the dunk con- no semifinals of the dunk contest next year. Normally there's six players and they're all well-known dunkers, but this year we have the only one I remember watching in college is Obi Top- Topin. He was a pretty good player. Um we got a, a ex a former G League player. Um and then I think another rookie. They all got bounced, but I don't see this as being a a fun dunk contest to watch. But I do enjoy the judges that were that are gonna be judging the competition. We got Spud Webb, Julius Irving, Dominique Wilkins, uh let's see who else. I'm a big fan of Julius Irving, so being able to see. Oh, Josh Smith. Okay, we got Josh Smith, Dominic Wilkins, Spud Webb. Well, basically, these are all oh, D. Brown. These are all dunk contest winners, so that's how it should be. They should have former dunk contest winners judging the dunk contest, not people who, freaking, I think, an actor did it last year. I think it was Chadwick Boseman. Rest in peace. But, I mean, he was actually pretty good. It was more of Dwayne Wade and his infamous, I give it a 9 out of 10, that robbed Aaron Gordon of the... Yeah, Chadwick Boseman. Uh, that's a rapper. Was it like Scottie Pippen. But, ugh. Dwayne Wade robbed Aaron Gordon of the title. Well, we'll see how this it ends up being. I'm not too happy. It's not going to be as fun. It's going to be in, during the halftime show, which is, it's, eh. It's not as good as the former, but it's 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 understandable because this this year has been rushed. The All Star Game has been rushed, and then COVID's going on, so they're going to have no stand, no fans in the stands. Would be weird for an All Star Game. A lot of people didn't want to play it. A lot of like LeBron James wasn't wasn't a big fan of playing it just because you can't really have an All Star game without the fans. So we'll see. We'll see how it ends up being. Well, that's all we have for today. Uh, I want to thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed my little discussion, my little rant, and hopefully next time this podcast I can get another uh, teammate on. It'll be great. Thank you.